Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about social media. Um, we're going all in depth into both our personal social media and also some avenues for professional social media. So stay tuned for that. And we might also talk about some of our hobby accounts that we made for, on Instagram just to showcase our hobbies. Um, but first off, let's get into our weekly recap. So Ming. You want to start us off? I always feel targeted by you, Sally. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to remember what I did this past week. I feel like the only thing that I can think of is that it was hot and there were a lot of cicadas outside now. But I haven't seen any. I did more than that. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're all over yeah. here. I don't know about they're you. They're not in Frederick. Like, they, they fly in my hair. They're like concentrating yeah. weirdly. Like on one tree, there'll yeah. be like a hundred. Mm-hmm. And they're so loud. But besides that, I did have a really nice weekend. Um, Stefan and I went to Rio. We went to the same noodle place that you went to on your, <gasps> your date. <laughs> the and I got to relive. Place. I got to relive and be like, what would Sally do? <laughs> did you see the Kung tea across the street? <laughs> I did. And we went there. We went there. Oh, for, my, God. oh my God. We literally retraced our steps. We went to Kung tea. <laughs> I had to imagine what it was like because I, I've been to Rio, but for some reason I've only been like on the bridge in the lakeside. I've never been on like the other restaurant side, I guess. So mm-hmm. it was really nice. It was kind of crowded, but it was still nice to like get food and then like people watch and things like that. And like we walked um, around another local um, place called the Crown, and it's like the same type of shopping center, but. It's more spread out and there's apartments there. So we just like sat on the bench and it really felt like a true summer night because we were there until like 8.30 and the sun was just setting when we left. So mm-hmm. it felt like a full day of just like hanging out and watching people, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, we nice. both like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I like people so watching too. really nice. Yeah. Was it's like really a lot of entertaining. Is it crowded? Um, Rio was definitely more than I wanted. Like it was, it was crowded. Um, but the crown area was really nice. It was all spread out and it was, there wasn't that many people. So that's where we ended up staying for most of the time. And I don't know, it's very relaxing, I guess. And mm-hmm. it makes me wish that I had more summer days with him, I guess, but tea, I'm not going to think about that. So <laughs> tea, tea. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I do? I, I guess that's it. <laughs> I work, have nothing man. else to oh work. Um it was pretty chill the beginning of this week and because everyone is kind of like wrapping things up um before the holidays, like my boss is on PTO now for the next two days and like it's hopefully gonna get quiet. But today was super busy for no reason. Like but it was about the like smallest little things. Like I had um some h- higher ups like calling me and asking me how to like change a font change a color <laughs> install fonts and like uh do a powerpoint pre- i was like why why are you calling me for this and they don't give notice either which is kind of annoying mm-hmm. um and it's not even calling it's like video chatting on teams oh, like so like i'm outside teams. 
yeah, I'm outside like sitting in my sports bra, like on the deck, it's hot out. And then I got to like yeah. rush inside, <laughs> like put on that pan um, zip up and I'm like inside sweating in the zip up. <laughs> Why do you got to wear the zip up? Because yeah, don't I wear don't, the zip up. It's summer. I guess, Ask for I some guess, summer I, gear. <laughs> <laughs> right like a, a pants tank. sports bra yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well because i don't know i don't i guess not that much shows like you can't tell it's a sports bra but i don't know if my shoulders are being too <laughs> revealing but yeah and it's like literally for 10 to 15 minutes and then i go back outside and then they call me again and i like rush back <laughs> why can't you so answer outside because it's loud with the cicadas and i was out there with my mom because mm-hmm. she works on the deck with me too so i don't know oh, i don't know nice. giving them my full attention and um <laughs> because of all those i got behind on like my regular stuff so i was trying to wrap it up really quickly because i was like we got a podcast and you know we got stuff to do mm-hmm. um but yeah a busy hopefully the last busy day of the week and then i can relax mm-hmm. and then it's a long weekend yeah is it mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. memorial day is on monday oh oh yeah yeah and i don't know about you linda but i get two hours off on friday for the holiday too so your workplace is very yeah, lenient with holidays yeah. and taking they off. They love giving time off and they're like, they're very generous. Yeah, mm. I will say I do like them for that. But that's all for me. I think Linda has more to share. <laughs> mm, I guess today I kind of relate to Ming's struggles with work because they keep telling me to move things around on a slide and make sure it's aligned. Oh but like gosh. they're literally aligned and like you can't tell me that it's not aligned. So I'm like, <laughs> Just hearing the word alignment just, like, gets me provoked. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, like, little stuff. And, like, I, like requests that for them are, like, super easy to make are, like, so hard for me to execute. And they're, like, mm-hmm. it would be nice if you had a list of these sites. And, I'm, like, I had to compile it and, like, cross-reference and do all this stuff. And, like, they don't know how hard it is, I guess. Um, so I was, like, doing that today. But other than that, it's just been, like, moving stuff. Um, so I'm going there next week on june 1st when my lease starts to drop some stuff off and get the key and then these two are gonna come on the weekend mm. to help me help me move mm. everything and i'm Wait, like is like, that the night i'll stay there so like how am i gonna get back yeah that was what i was gonna mm. ask you like are you moving in next this coming weekend or just like slowly gonna move your stuff and like transition in I'll drive your car back. <laughs> the Lexus. Or me, you can just drive me there and then drive your own car back. Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, that might be better. All right, yeah. Except street parking in DC. I'm driving there you too. You can parallel so. park. Bitch, I haven't parallel. I didn't have to parallel park for the test, so I haven't parallel park. Well, parallel parking in DC is easy. It's not like New York where you gotta like maneuver ten times. It's still no. parallel parking, Sally. <laughs> no, but you have like a lot of space between you and the other car. It's not like okay, you'll okay. be fine. You got okay. it. Anyway, <laughs> we'll figure out logistics off this call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like it's just, moving like, season that. recently. Really? Like everyone, everyone on YouTube is moving. People I know, like in real life, are moving. Oh my gosh, Whaley's moving. I yeah. was shocked when I watched her video. <laughs> that was her forever home. I know. Wait, where are they moving to? Different house, a bigger house. Yeah, upsizing. Mm. Or what? Okay, yeah, for a new pet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <For a> <laughs> <laughs> <A> fetus. 
Oh. <laughs> a new I don't addition. Know. I thought they were like not gonna have babies, but okay, anyways. This is okay, all anyways, topic. Linda, how was your work? <laughs> I mean, I guess you were talking about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what else do you have to update? Um, I feel like this is like the pre-update, and like there'll be an update next week about what actually happened. Um oh last weekend I had breakfast with a lot of M's friends and it was like seven people and I was like oh, meeting seven. all of them and I was like oh my god like what am wow. I doing but then it was like actually really nice because we were like sitting oh. around the table like on the floor mm-hmm. and like since it's like a familiar environment I was like able to contribute to mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. and stuff and like you know how we really had fun hanging out like as a group together yeah. it was kind of like that so I'm like, this is still very new to have so many people in like mm-hmm. one place and like eating or the, like watching something. I guess that's true. It's good that M has that all those sets of mm-hmm. silverware. Such a good host. Yeah, such a good host. Yeah. I don't even have that many sets. <laughs> I only have one set for myself. Sally, you better prepare for mm-hmm. our our dim sum. Oh my gosh, my roommate moved in. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm yes, sorry. I'm getting into my update already. Do you have anything <laughs> else you want to say? <laughs> that was a smooth no. transition. Okay. Yeah. So my new roommate moved in. She's like temporary because she's waiting for a new lease to start. And she's like um, my new coworker in my lab. But I let her move in with me because she doesn't have the place to stay, um, even though she has to start work. So, anyways, um, she realized she didn't bring any silverware and she wanted to borrow some of mine. I was like, Oh, um, I don't really have an extra set, but I just, I mean, I don't use it because I can use chopsticks. I have a lot of chopsticks, but I don't have, like, I only have oh. a single set of silverware. <laughs> like one fork and one spoon? Yeah, literally. She's going to be no, washing no. those. No, I only have one single fork. I have multiple sizes of spoons. <laughs> I'm a mess, okay? I gave but you that have, wooden spoon, Sally. But I have I know many you have pairs of chopsticks, so that's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. And but anyways, um, the week preparing for her to move in, like I was living alone. So I decided to do a little bit of like improved home improvement, I guess. So I bought. Wow. OK, first of all, I realized that my old Should you're finally buying stuff <laughs> after yeah. like one year. <laughs> after one year, because I got I moved into like a bigger room and like I got my roommate old roommates nice desks. I was like, let me spruce up my apartment. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I realized my old roommate took my Chinese knife by accident when she oh. was moving out because it was accident? in a pile with all her knives. So I don't blame her, but it was kind of distinct. But anyways, it's oh, like really? a mini Chinese cleaver. Like it's not as full on like heavy metal as most ones. But anyways, it was a nice knife, but I decided I need a new Chinese cleaver. So I bought one of those um, and I also bought a Wait, full knife buy set. From? I, I bought it off of Amazon because <laughs> oh. I didn't know where else to buy it from. <laughs> so it's like the description is like China cleaver. <laughs> it's like probably really sketchy, but it's like Oriental. It's fine. <laughs> it's really nice and heavy, and I really like the weight of my mm. knives. So yeah, it's been cutting my vegetables fine. Um, and I got a whole a full knife set, like a. Like a 10-piece knife set Ooh. from Target. So you have the knives, but you have one fork. Yeah. <laughs> my priorities. Knives, one fork. And Sounds good. I realized my old roommate also took my wooden spatula that I used to like stir-fry <laughs> things. 
because it was this also does not in, sound like a mistake it was she's also, like robbing okay. you no, no, no. this was also in her like stash of spatulas she had like 10 and i had one so she probably like didn't realize it was mine so that one i don't uh. blame her for but i bought my own set of wooden spatulas now so Ooh. i'm set for that and yeah and i also got a monitor razor for my desk so i have like a whole new oh. desk set up now and but is the living room still empty yeah is there a lawn chair oh also i have wi-fi <laughs> now no, no no that was my lawn chair i have wi-fi now because she took the modem that was broadcasting our oh. wi-fi no not the modem she took the router she left the mm. modem because we bought that together so i didn't realize a modem doesn't broadcast wi-fi what is the difference what a is modem, a modem is just like connected to the wall and you can connect it wired like if you have an ethernet cord you can connect your computer to it wirely um but oh. you can't broadcast wi-fi through it so you need both so you need yeah router and modem or you can have one thing that has both capabilities but mm. anyways i had to buy a router and then so adult yeah and now i have wi-fi so everything's fine but it was a rough <laughs> last week i had to use the xfinity hotspot which was like really spotty uh, so in our last mm. episode like i was barely talking because i couldn't even hear what was going on yeah. um how's your roommate yeah she's good um i forgot to tell her that the room also doesn't have a lamp, so she was living in the dark for saying <laughs> This poor girl. <laughs> One fork in the dark. <laughs> yeah, my parents came to visit over the weekend before my new roommate moved in, and mm. they were, like, treating it as a vacation. Because <laughs> every, every time we, like, all hang out, all four of us go out somewhere, they're like, oh, this oh. is a vacation, even though we just went to, like, H Mart and, like, <laughs> um... We, like, did everything. We went to all the places that I normally go to around Frederick, I guess, like the park where there's hiking mm. trails. And um, we got dinner together, and then they went home. And they were like, next time we'll bring Mahjong with us so we can play Mahjong here. Because <laughs> oh, they have a full Mahjong yeah. table. <laughs> <laughs> that I have, like, your actually... one furniture, like a yeah. Mahjong table in the middle. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the sleepover so I can go to H Mart. So mm, yeah, it is a vacation. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but not for Ready. me. Just spend some monies. <laughs> Just drive us around town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, I haven't really explored downtown properly, so I'll do that when you guys come. Mm-hmm. Any work updates? Um, no, we just had a work um work party today in the afternoon and i was telling ming and linda before this call because i was late to the call um <laughs> that it started right after like this really bad thunderstorm and then right when we we're ending this thunderstorm was coming back and we had to like run to our cars because it was pouring outside and no one was trying like everyone was just staring at each other at the end of the party and like no one wanted to initiate leaving so finally the <sighs> other post back was like okay i'm gonna go and i took that opportunity was like yeah like everyone was like <laughs> oh yeah too. let's go and then we all ended up running in the rain but yeah our work is going okay um nothing exciting happening yet oh i guess that's good yeah i guess this is kind of a long update but I think one one thing I started doing yesterday, started yesterday, was um, 
journaling again in Chinese, which is like my goal from mm. like two years or last mm. year. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, but Meng sent me this Instagram account called <gasps> Wow Inspirling. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was called that. But anyways, it has a prompt for every day for what you would journal in Chinese. And they have a prompt in Chinese and English. And then they also have like some example sentences in both mm-hmm. Mandarin, Cantonese, and English. So writing Cantonese is like something that I've never done before because all of my traditional like Chinese education is based off. It, my teachers are all Taiwanese or the curriculum is Taiwanese. So we just did like standard Mandarin language writing but writing Cantonese is so different because you can use like the colloquial words which aren't like standard Chinese words but it's just like Mm. special characters that Cantonese people use so it's a learning process me and Pleco are in it together (laughs) (laughs) Pleco Uh, that's a good idea because I've just been copying her example (laughs) sentences I'm like oh we're planning a road trip I guess I'm planning a road trip (laughs) So you've been doing that too every day? Um, not every day. It's kind of like when I'm just procrastinating at work. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I see it on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to say this word. So. Yeah. Not every day, but yeah, I have a space in my journal to write it down. Just because it's nice to see new vocabulary besides like that's true. The stuff that is really basic. Alrighty, so like Sally said, we're gonna be talking about social media today, and. I don't know why we haven't thought of this sooner because social media is basically in everyone's lives. We were trying to think before this episode if we could um, come up with anyone who isn't on social media. And we came up with like one person <laughs> who doesn't at least have one form of social media. So it's pretty prevalent in our lives. And I think um, Linda and I have alluded a little bit about how it comes into play in our work life too. And so I've been thinking more about this just on my own time of like, how my relationship with social media and how like how I approach the time I spend on my phone has been changing a bit Um, but I thought this would be a good topic that we could talk about with you all so I guess we could break it up into like personal versus professional because it's very different reasons why you're using social media but to start off with like the fun stuff of personal social media I guess um, I don't really know what direction we can go into but when I think of social media I automatically think of Instagram because that's where I spend my most most of my time. And um, yeah, I could spend hours just scrolling through Instagram. So maybe do you all have thoughts on like your favorite social media platform or how you're feeling about it like currently, I guess? My favorite one is actually YouTube because I feel like most, the most productive while I'm on YouTube because sometimes you can learn things on YouTube. Whereas um, I guess the other ones like Twitter and Instagram, you're just scrolling mindlessly and like hoping <laughs> that something interesting will pop up. But YouTube is more intentional because you have to click on a video to watch it. But That's a very really thoughtful nice. way of, of thinking of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about YouTube as like social media at first because mm-hmm. people have like documentaries and stuff on it. Yeah, I guess that's like the whole point too of like defining social media because later on we had it that we wanted to talk about like some obscure things and platforms that could be considered social media because I know that everyone that has Venmo, like Venmo. likes to stalk <laughs> people's like transactions on Venmo and it it's weird how like that kind of app has like a social aspect of it. It seems like mm-hmm. anything now has something social baked into it. Even like Yelp, like leaving reviews, yeah. you can be like a Yelp yeah. influencer or <laughs> there's so many different things. Yeah, Goodreads but... influencer. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a thing. 
What about you, Linda, though, for your favorite or most visited, most time waste, time sink? Yeah. I feel like the most I I invest to is Instagram because I post our stuff, which is picture, but there's been talk about moving off of Instagram into like a visual art only platform. But right now, Instagram is so big, and that's where I spend most of my time. Is between that and TikTok, which is like the <laughs> up and coming, like social media platform for me. I think it's like definitely more engaging than Instagram because, like, I don't know the people on my for you page, so it's not like obligation to like like or like mm. comment or mm-hmm. do that stuff for people you know. You just like consume stuff yeah. like forever. Do you tend to like really social media? Oh yeah. Do you tend to like social media where you like know the people that you're following, or do you like to follow strangers or like celebs more? Or how do you create your feed? I guess that's a good question. I feel like mm. it depends on mood and platform because, like, mm-hmm. when Linda was talking about TikTok and how you're just kind of scrolling, you don't really. Honestly, even when I see like my friend's stuff, <laughs> sometimes I don't <laughs> even watch it, or I'll just like scroll <laughs> past it. So. You better like okay, my videos. Not your dances. Not Sally. I, <laughs> Sally, I gotta watch your dances all the way through. But it's like other stuff and content. I only follow like five friends on there anyway. Mm-hmm. TikTok is way more casual when it comes to that. And I like that. It's like a freedom of like, it's social, but it's like not social for me because I'm not the one producing the content. So I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about likes or, you know, being followed or metrics or anything. I can literally just go on there and consume. And in that way, I guess it's similar to YouTube where I literally, to me, I didn't even think of YouTube as social because I'm not worried about like being social and being present, I guess. But on Instagram, it's like a whole nother story. (laughs) The thing (laughs) is like all about metrics, at least I guess because it runs into my job a little bit. Yeah. Because you can see like the likes and like how many followers you have or like how many people see your story. Yeah. Last weekend, I turned off likes on my, um, my main Instagram account because... It's just, it was too much to be paying attention to likes for work and likes for moving along and likes for like my plant account and likes for my personal account. So I just <laughs> turned it off for my personal account because I was like, I honestly don't care how many people like my personal mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and it's like so overwhelming to like keep track of metrics for work yeah. that it bleeds into like my own social life. So I turned that off, which I'm mm-hmm. glad they have that feature now. Yeah, I hate how like, bef- I mean, I don't have any settings change because i haven't posted in a while in like ages but um i hate how whenever you post something it tells you every every time someone likes your photo Mm -hmm. and i'm like then i feel obligated to check but if no one Mm -hmm. notified me that someone liked the photo then i wouldn't like think about it at all it would just be like out there in the open but i wouldn't constantly like obsess over the post and like how many likes i have so I think that's why I stopped posting things on social media and I'm just like a lurker now because <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't like obsessing <laughs> over how people view me, but I feel like it's inevitable when I post something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do people even like like this or should I even be posting this? Stuff like oh that. Oh my gosh. And like yeah, worrying over captions oh, and stuff like that is so, <gasps> oh, I don't yeah. know. Do you guys ever... um? I used to do this. Well, I still do this only because I turned off my likes. I can't do it anymore. But I used to compare mm-hmm. how many likes I got on my own photos, like comparing two different photos on my mm. profile. And I'm like, oh, this one didn't get that many likes or that many comments. And it's like, it seems like the ones where I'm like posting about my like relationship or posting something that's like very 
visually like attractive, mushy? like not mushy. It's like I've realized the things that get the most likes are the ones yeah. where I'm posting with Stefan or where I'm posting in something I don't normally wear. Like I'm mm-hmm. dressed up for some reason or, you know, looking mm-hmm. nicer. And it like makes me feel kind of like I can't post anything but that. Mm-hmm. And I like agree, that defeats yeah. the whole point of your own personal social page. Like you should feel able to post whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't like feeling like I have to share about my relationship to get likes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the algorithm, I guess. Cause I've noticed when I post like art stuff, it doesn't even get that many likes. But mm-hmm. when I post like a picture of like myself, then that gets like a lot of likes and a lot of engagement. And I'm like, the algorithm just like, the views are so different because I have a creator account sometimes so I can see the insights mm-hmm. and how many people are exposed to the post. Mm-hmm. And like a picture of me, like just my face, like a person does way better. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the AI can then. pick up on it. They're like, oh, it's a like person. A face, kind of. <laughs> but yeah. if you post your art, they don't know what to make sense of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder how that goes on in the back end. Because I was thinking it, it makes sense then it for when you were talking about um, talks of moving like off the platform for your art like i'm curious linda if you have the same if you pay the same amount of attention to metrics i guess because you like you said you have more insight because you're a creator account like do you pay attention to likes and like let that determine what you post Mm, not really because i feel like it's weird like my number of followers is increasing but the number of likes is decreasing so Mm. I'm like, maybe people just aren't seeing it or maybe they follow me for like once and like don't engage for some reason. Not that I'm like posting a lot or anything, but I kind of do pay attention. Like whenever I like talk to a mutual or whatever, I feel like that's the main thing, like building up mutuals who will just like comment on every post or like like, (laughs) every post and like having that like consistent engagement. I keep saying engagement. I hate it. I don't know. Engagement. <laughs> wow. Are you yeah. a social media manager? KPIs. <laughs> oh my God. KPIs. Speaking of engagement, how do you guys engage with your feed? Like, are you the kind of person? Okay. I was watching my sister use her Instagram once and she literally likes every single post she saw on her feed. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? What is the point of liking if you're just going to like everything? <laughs> I'm the person Wait, that's, that's like so very funny. selective and I only like like my good friends posts. Really? Okay. I used to be like your sister where I literally liked everything because I just felt mm-hmm. it was like out of obligation, especially when it was more just friends and not as many influencers. I was like, okay, I'm going to like this because I'm supporting them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I saw you doing it. I, I remember one time we were laying in bed or something together <laughs> and you were like, you just scrolled past <laughs> everyone. I was like, oh, dang, Sally's a savage. <laughs> so I've like taken that into mind of like, but I, I don't know why. And then I was talking to Stefan about this the other day because he, it's so interesting when other people watch you engage because mm-hmm. he was watching me scroll through Instagram and TikTok and I rarely like things now. And he was like, what, you're not going to like that artist's post or <laughs> that creator's post? And I was like, but I don't like it. So like, <laughs> should I like it? And uh, he's like your sister where he'll always like everything to like show his support mm, or whatever. But it's so interesting because I don't know. Everyone has a different way of engaging, I guess. There's Wait, no Sally, rules. what's the reason though? Like, why don't you like? Mm, I feel like if like- I like everything, then there's no point in the like. It just means that mm. I saw it. But like, <laughs> if I only like the things that I actually like, then I'm like, 
I mean, no one even cares about my opinion, but I'm like <laughs> putting my opinion out there. <laughs> mm. Well, you guys are private, I think. And yes, mm-hmm. I don't have a private account. But like, would you guys consider making it public or is it private for like, is there a specific reason? I just don't want people uh, stalking I, me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I made mine public. Wait, did I already tell this to you guys? But I made mine public for like a day when we were trying to get that. The Lays? Um, little, no, not the Lays. <laughs> the, um, it was recently. It was recently when we were trying to get um, May from the oh, oh. the webinar to follow us. Yeah, she didn't so I made it, me either. I know. I made it public <laughs> so it would seem like less creepy that like, oh, you're a high school student, but I just graduated from college. So it's okay. Like I'm not old and creepy but she didn't follow (laughs) me back and then just thinking about everyone who could be looking at my account without me knowing really like creeped me out so I I made it private again so I think it'll stay that way what about your sugar daddies Ming (laughs) her sugar daddy is Stefan you're talking about the like the the men who will like request to follow right yeah, and they okay. say, like, I don't know, yeah. sugar daddy behavior. It ended a while ago. I don't know how my account or handle or something got out there to the sugar daddy community. But <laughs> it was, like, every other day I was getting follow requests from, like, old white guys with, like, literally monetary amounts in their bio of how much they'll pay you. And, of course, I deleted them, but I was like, how is this? I don't know. Maybe it got into, like, a spam kind of, like, bot system or something but it's been over for a while thankfully yeah i was like that might be a reason why you would lock your account but then your account is already private and they kept finding you which i'm glad i'm glad it was private but like i don't like the idea of people looking at me it gives me some semblance of privacy even though social media is not really private because (laughs) i'm thinking about like how like you know sometimes you'll see someone's story or photo and we'll send it to each other like dm (laughs) how many people are doing that I mean, I mean I'm assuming you have to like screenshot it yeah like all the screenshots people are taking I'm like I'm not that important but it's still like it's weird when you think about it mm-hmm. people could literally be sharing stuff all around but <laughs> Linda I guess you keep yours on public because of art your art and I've been wondering this since like high school I guess like why do you because I know you've had a separate account for like a hot second right you try Serial to make dilutions. <laughs> yes yeah, I but forgot the password after like a week. And, oh, <laughs> is it just out of was. convenience to like keep it together? Yeah, no, this is when like the Finsta craze was happening, and mm. we had like rash as usual, and then you guys oh had like gosh. like Someone so egg, egg, like eggheads or something. <laughs> They're private, so it's like, fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll make one t- just to interact with other Finstas because I feel like you can't follow a Finsta on like mm. your your rinsta mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait that's a good point we can get into of like the rules of finsta because i've also noticed that where like i follow maybe three finsta accounts but it's weird because i have a rinsta so i never really want to comment or like engage too much but then when i look at their following list it's all like other finstas and i'm like so you have to create a finsta to engage with another finsta so yeah. what's the point of having a rinsta <laughs> to share the tea or whatever <laughs> I know, but some people's Finsta lists are, like, so big. I'm like, you have that many people that you're willing to share your thoughts with? I guess. I think so, my what fin- do you think? Finsta would be tiny. I don't know. Could not relate. <laughs> I don't know. I think we tried to do our Finsta for, like, a semester, and we just gave up because we just 
no one wants to hear what we have to say. <laughs> and no one understands our inside jokes anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I look back on it before just to look at your ugly pictures. <laughs> uh, it was... Okay, there was two. There was one that was for like us four with William, us three mm-hmm. with William. And then I got locked out of it or I don't know, we stopped posting, but it was used just to post embarrassing pictures of each other. <laughs> to embarrass each other to each other. Yeah, <laughs> but no one liked that. And like we had like a few followers who we could have just sent the photos to them directly. <laughs> and then Sally and I started a Finsta where it was us just like photos of us belligerent or like <laughs> drinking or something. I don't even remember what we posted. My most memorable um, post There's definitely was... a lot of red faces. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, my most memorable post was the one where we, were, we had like the bacteria growth um chart <laughs> and there were like once in lag face, once in log face, like once in death face. <laughs> oh yeah. What was Guess that? who? That was sophomore year. <laughs> see it's like funny among us but i don't know if anyone else would find that as funny if you're listening yeah. and you find it funny uh you can request like... us but oh is Wait, rash. it public dot or private as uh, not usual right? yeah but i think it's private <laughs> oh good and i forgot the password so I can't approve any requests to follow. You made like a super secure password. It's like a random. <laughs> it was random and that's why we yeah. can't remember it. And now it's just out there. Like we can't delete it either. Like the account is just floating out there. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that. But I guess this is Your a, um... account still follows me. Do you remember? And like that's the only one. I don't know one. the password <laughs> Yeah, but like Sandy? I'm the only one that follows. And like, yeah. I thought we deleted <laughs> it. No. Oh my god! I think I forgot to delete it. I was thinking of like the graveyard of social media or Instagram accounts specifically that you're like locked out of or you just no longer use. Like, mm-hmm. I know you all know that I've like a serial Instagram user where I've made like yeah. three or four Instagrams at this point. I miss point. your Duodino. Yeah, yeah I miss your yoga that was one. Really fun. Okay, yoga. you both said something different. <laughs> I'm bringing back neither. <laughs> I didn't know you had a yoga one. That was like freshman year of high school. Oh, before I knew you. <laughs> yeah, before you knew me. I got my sister to take pictures of me outside <laughs> in the yard doing yoga. <laughs> um, it was, This was before I found Tumblr and I realized, or Reddit, because those communities are naturally built in so you can have multiple communities using the same account. But I feel like with Instagram, it's hard to like get a following and like curate a community if you're doing multiple things. Like it's very mm-hmm. like, you make a plant account, you make an art account, and then that's all you post. And if you post mm. other stuff, it's like not like Lena said, it doesn't gain as much traction. Or but with like Reddit or with like Tumblr, you can have multiple communities. And I think I like that a lot better. So Yeah. I that's agree. why I'm not using Instagram for my hobbies anymore. Except for plants. Plants. <laughs> I can't help but have plant one. Planting yes. me. Planting me. Planting me. Planting me. It just rolls off the tongue. Like wing C ceramics. Yeah, <laughs> Sally, talk about your... I mean, you post more on there than your personal ever, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it because, I mean, no one knows that I have this account. I didn't broadcast well, now they- it. Well, only people who, like, I'm cool with follow me. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. But most of the people who follow me are actual, like, other ceramic people or, like, tea people for some reason. 
Um, mm. But I like posting on there because it's just a hobby and I don't have to like show off for anyone. I don't know. It's just like a record of my hobby and it's mostly for myself to like keep a record of what I did and like the things I'm most proud of. Um, so yeah, and I like how when I go on that account, my feed is also personalized to my hobby. So if mm. I just want to, you know, see other people's ceramics and not see like other things on my feed, then I can just go onto my hobby account and just scroll through there and it's all one thing. So like if I'm trying to, I guess I can like target what I'm consuming and what I'm posting at the same time, which is like two birds at one stone. <laughs> Whereas my main account, I follow so many it's not even that many people, but I follow such a, like a variety of people that like I have to scroll through people I don't really want to see to get to people that I want to see or like mm-hmm. artists I want to see. So that way, I don't really like using my main account on Instagram, but I've been trying to curate my feed and like unfollow some people that I don't care about <laughs> recently. Yeah. I started doing this on um, Instagram and Facebook, going through my follower list, and I was like, if I see them in person, would I say hello or would I mm-hmm. like try to s- switch sidewalks? <laughs> Majority of people, I would try to switch sidewalks. <laughs> so I've like unfriended or unfollowed a few mm-hmm. people. But then sometimes there's just some people I want to follow just, you know, because I'm nosy and I want to keep up with them. So Yeah. Yeah. But I get what you mean of like having to sift through your main account. And I don't know if this is true or not. This could be like another Raka fact. <laughs> but um, I think it's like something where humans are naturally only able to have a certain number of friends or their their social circle can only be so big of like keeping up with people and like uh caring about people or that um like back in the old ages where you didn't have social media your natural like social bubble was maintained at like a certain number and it was just very natural how that inorganic how that came to be but now with social media you can like extend it to thousands and thousands of people but there is still that limit of the number of people you actually care about like when I look at my close friends list, those are the people I actually care about and like that I'm so if you're not on my close friends list, <laughs> sorry, but it's like people that I you're would the talk to. Yeah. So it's like having that crust, I guess. And then that's how I'm maintaining. I wish there could be like instead of just on stories, you could have like a close friends feed, which I guess is kind of combining mm-hmm. the idea of a finsta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to make a second account for that, you know? I don't know. It's true. Yeah, when I think about my Instagram feed, because I'm not on Instagram every day, um, sometimes like my close friends' posts will be buried and I won't see them until like two days mm-hmm. later after scrolling through like other people's posts. So I'm kind of like annoyed at Instagram for that reason. And that's why I also don't go on as much because I don't always see the things that I want to see and have to dig through like stuff that I don't care about to see like one thing that I'm interested in. So. Yeah. So you're using it mostly to like stay in touch with people you already know, like people mm-hmm. you know in real life and you just follow them on social media? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I do follow some celebs and like some artists and like like other accounts like that. But I think mostly it's just to see what people are up to and to lurk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like how Instagram has the mute function now where you don't have to unfollow someone mm. to not see their posts. Oh, yeah. I love that mute button, especially for stories. Like, Mm -hmm. 
there's so pe- so many people I've muted just because of their stories. And it's nice that you can select stories or posts because sometimes posts are more interesting updates or like they post more interesting content, I guess. And then stories are kind of just like whatever they decide to throw up that day or like talk about the mo- food they're eating or whatever. So like I've muted a few people on there. But yeah, that's a really great feature because I feel like there's like some type of politics about who you follow and like unfollowing <laughs> like a friend of a friend or something. I don't know if you all care about that, but it is something I think about, I guess. <laughs> what about you, Luna? Do you think about these things? Or are you just like, whatever, I'll just follow like whoever yeah. follows me? I think right now I'm like, I'll just follow, but I want to keep a ratio. <laughs> Kind of. I know oh, there's like a very like ratio. little thing to care about, but I want it to be like less. I mean, right now I can't help but follow over a thousand people. This sounds like <laughs> so many people, I guess. But then Instagram has a feature where you can like see your least engaged mm. accounts, and usually I just go and like unfollow a bunch of people off of there to mm. clean stuff up. Um, yeah, Why I follow do you think and, the- like indiscriminately. <laughs> Why do you think the ratio is important to you? It is to me too, but I don't know if I could verbalize it right now. Yeah, I don't know why it's important. I think from a young age in social media, <laughs> they've like, yeah. it's like pounded into you. Yeah, emphasized like keeping a ratio and like not following, like over following, I think. Um, mostly because I feel like it doesn't, you don't look like a real person. Kind of mm. like if you have like 500 followers, but you're following like a thousand people, like that many, I feel like you're not even engaging with that many people, even though I also follow a thousand people. I don't know. <laughs> like it has to be like even or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you mean. It, you would look like a bot or someone or mm-hmm. someone not legitimate. Yeah. I also think if I'm going to be honest, I would say it's kind of a pride thing too. Of like, Yeah, I was mm-hmm. going to say that. When numbers reflect your popularity on social media, it definitely is a thing where like I can't be following more people than that follow me. That means that like I'm desperate or like Yeah. Mm-hmm. You follow <laughs> people only to like follow them back. Yeah. Yeah. Or those games where you like follow people and then unfollow them. Like I know we've played it a little bit with our moving along and at work. I even do that too, where like I've talked I've had actual conversations with my boss about like who we're gonna follow on Instagram and like keeping our ratio of like is this a conversation I'm being paid to have? <laughs> like you're teasing them. <laughs> yeah. But it is true. I guess that's just the world of like when you can see everyone's numbers so clearly, it's mm-hmm. hard not to, I don't know, yeah. put importance on it. I, but I feel so like we've been that, talking. To- oh, sorry. Oh. I think that's another <laughs> reason why I don't um, post things on Instagram is because like even if I, if I don't post, then it's okay that I'm following more people than are following me because I have nothing for them to follow anyways so then I feel Mm -hmm. more freedom to just follow whoever like I want to follow and to add to have like more people following than my followers because before I would like be mindful and ratio and be like oh I don't have that many followers so I can't follow that many people but now I'm like I'm past that I'm like it's okay (laughs) if I have more people that I'm following because it's okay if people don't want to follow me back because I mean now I like follow more I guess bigger accounts rather than people that I know in real life. So I'm like, I don't expect mm-hmm. them to follow me back. So of course my ratio is going to be bad, but it's okay. Wait, Sally, <laughs> one thing that I find really intriguing are like people we know in real life who want to become influencers mm-hmm. and you see their content change to like 
appeal to an audience and they're talking like not to their friends like look what I did this weekend they're like have you ever learned about this topic or like whatever and Wait, their posts are all schoolmate from high school who like became yes. a tiktoker yeah oh, th- TikTok. there's one there's like multiple people from our high school I think, yeah. and from college too the one who, that was like, like youtuber yeah who are starting yeah. influencer accounts sometimes i monitor their social media i'm like they're not doing so well this week and like when they post <laughs> oh like something hot i'm like wow like they're really picking up or <laughs> That is true. There is one like baby influencer from our high school that I do follow just because I like I think she posts really good content, so I want to mm-hmm. see her grow. So I'm like keeping an eye on her. But I get to what you mean about like them changing, they'll change their aesthetic or like the content, the words they're using and I've always wanted to see if like how long it would take for people to notice if I started like to talk and like influence mm-hmm. or speak or like tag my clothes or something, you know, when yeah. they start tagging where the clothes are from or like posting more frequently. Like, I feel like those are the clues of like the journey to in- mm-hmm. Instagram influencer. I've always wondered you how just they start got there. Like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how do you one day get from like being a normal, like, yeah. I don't know, a few hundred follower, normal person. And then suddenly you're like a several thousand followers and like, also, they're like the K in your oh the K <laughs> number of followers. Yeah. <laughs> their self confidence must be like so high to be able to transition. I I feel like I would just be worried about people judging me of like oh my god I'm tagging my clothes or mm. you know I don't I don't know it's little thing or using so many hashtags. hashtags like, nowadays yeah. people don't really use hashtags on their personal um, posts. So like that transition, I'm like I don't think I would ever be able. I would have to start mm-hmm. off with like a fake name or something. <laughs> Sandy Bank. Oh, you know, once I unlock that account. (laughs) Yeah, but it's interesting. I feel like we talked a lot about Instagram, though, because it's just such a prominent social media platform that all three of us on. And it's becoming a platform where you can, like, actually make money off of it or like we do with our podcast, like gain a following kind of of, on our podcast from it or it's a really good launching pad for like other businesses where I feel like other social media and I don't know too much about Twitter because I'm scared of Twitter but <laughs> like other social media it's is not as helpful I guess like no one's starting a business and posting about it on Facebook really mm-hmm. at least people our age but mm, I guess yeah. Instagram and Facebook are like one company now right like Facebook yeah. right Instagram mm-hmm. but they have like the shopping tab like you know when they change the likes or like the interactions page to like a store page everyone's like capitalism like this <laughs> algorithm whatever and yeah i feel like and you have shops on instagram now like mm-hmm. i've seen that feature before and oh Eddie kasu i presented about with my graphic co-graphic designer like the instagram like infographic industrial complex is like what mm. they kind of call it and it's like how people profit off of making those infographics and mm. like those slides and getting a large number of following from it and then make money as an influencer mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah. i didn't realize people were i i guess i assume people were making money off of it but i didn't realize it was like a whole complex but the shop tab thing is actually interesting because i've seen two different sides of it i see i definitely see that like it's becoming more about like selling things and more about shopping and like very capitalist and like Mm -hmm. we want to just have our own space of like keeping up with friends but on the other hand i've also seen like small shop 
posts on Instagram being like, this is a great way for me to like gain traction and get a following and people mm, buy like things, Jessica. which, yeah, I didn't even realize people buy things through Instagram. Like, you know, when you click and you can like see the price and buy it, Yeah, like, people yeah. actually do that. I've never done that, but apparently it's a really <laughs> big thing of like Instagram. Yes, is all about being social, but it also has like so much potential for like, I guess, smaller businesses and then when you think about tiktok the tiktok to instagram pipeline <laughs> we're like they'll, they'll they'll get one of their tiktoks to go viral and then they'll yeah. like link their instagram where you can like buy the product and then this whole small business is running from those two platforms Wait, have you seen that TikTok. ironic small business tiktok no. i mean where they're like making fun of how small businesses like advertise their stuff and it's like the, like the acrylic keychains or like jewelry <laughs> and stuff. But it's like the same format. But yeah, it like supports your pipeline like concept. My theory, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Linda, would you ever, mm, I don't know, what's it, profitize, profit off of your, you know, account? Like try to use it to make money in any way? Because I know that you use it sometimes to like um, do things for some organizations like uh, what you did recently with your drawings yeah and then like commissions and things like that but I've never seen you like go hard and I don't know if that's I assume that's intentional how would I go hard Ming you can you'd be like making tag. tiktoks joining the oh. tiktok to instagram pipeline you'd be like <laughs> tagging things and like I don't know there 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 must be some ways that like you go from like just posting about art to like you know with intentions of making money off of it Mm, people have asked me like dm me on instagram and be like oh do you do commissions or like can you do this or like are you interested blah blah but i don't think that's like really going hard i guess or like intentionally oh. trying to make money <laughs> it's like a side effect of putting work out there i guess and having mutuals in general like that the asian creative network like acn like heather tagged me mm. in that like oh melody uh yeah, Melody's post. Um, I guess Facebook is also more about networking. Like speaking of networking, maybe you can talk about LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn. <laughs> yes, use it regularly. I don't mean you do use it regularly. Uh, I'm on it every day because of work. That is not by choice, though. <laughs> Wait, maybe you do stuff for like work, though. That's why I asked you if you if they forced you. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So since I do social media at work. LinkedIn is a really big platform for our organization because LinkedIn has changed from just being about getting jobs to posting about, um, I don't know, they like to talk about, they like to use the phrase thought leadership and like um, being leaders in the space and like posting about policy changes and things like that. So it's more, it is that professional networking, but also staying up to date on like policy things and for us healthcare items and agendas and events that are happening that are about healthcare. So it's a big space for us to post on there. And because of that, like Facebook, your personal account is linked whenever you have like a business account. So it looks like I am personally on LinkedIn all the time, I guess, because I am. <laughs> um, and then we... Uh, like we launch initiatives, I guess. And then we always encourage our staff to share about it because of course, when staff shares, then like it gets further and it further establishes us as a thought leader. So because I do social media, it's kind of expected that if I'm telling people to post about it, I should also be posting about it. So that's why, Linda, you're seeing more posts from me. Um, I secretly try to be selective and try to post the ones that I like really care about. But 
it is more it is more activity i guess i don't know it's interesting though because i'm still away from like i don't see where people post about looking for jobs or like their job announcements or anything like that like i'm very much in the healthcare policy space when i use it for work so it's interesting mm-hmm. to see the separation yeah yeah do you go speaking pers- of work kind of- oh do you go in the personal space where you like lurk and see what people are doing like, i mean it's hard jobs? not to man it's hard <laughs> not to when like i'm a little bored and it's already up i always have the tab open and literally all you do is switch your your um view mm-hmm. so i just switch it to like personal and then i'll scroll <laughs> a little bit but then i get so like I don't know. LinkedIn makes me very frustrated when I go on it for personal reasons. I mm. sometimes it's nice to applaud people. Like Linda, I saw you posted about M and their uh, recent publication, and that was cool. And it's nice to celebrate that. But I don't want to see like when someone is posting about how they stayed up like five nights in a row and like got a job. Oh, and, LinkedIn like, oh, hacks their that? no. There are LinkedIn influencers. There there are people out there yeah. who are like sharing their hot tips of like how to be recruited or like how to i don't know i don't i don't even know <laughs> i know what you're saying but always like on my feet is like satire of like those posts where it's like i, I take this man's dog and like i helped uh, him and that man became my boss and now i learned it's important to like relationships or whatever I don't know. wait so you're saying linkedin is starting to have like memes and stuff like that like shit posting yeah like it shocked me when i first yeah that's saw it. yeah and Linda, do you work use in, it? Oh. Yeah, I use it a little bit, but I wanted to ask, like, if we could get, like, an insider view of moving <laughs> Oolong's Instagram presence and, like, social media strategy. Okay, <laughs> what do you have to say? What strategy? <laughs> Come up with a strategy. Uh, <laughs> wait, wasn't our strategy to, like, post reels so that we could, the algorithm oh, could, like, oh, we've discussed God. this, like, making a grid yeah. or something? Okay, yeah, there's, like, so many different strategies you can come up with, but, like, definitely the engagement and getting in front of people is all about the new stuff. Like, Reels, mm-hmm. IGTV, yeah. like, they're really pushing that, apparently, and it makes sense, because it's their apparently newer, newest stuff. they reward you for doing all the yeah. different features, which will get you out there to new people, but I don't see it happening. Well, when's our last Reel? <laughs> I posted a lab ASMR recently, and... <laughs> And no one noticed oh, that was some good true. content yeah <laughs> um and then aesthetically it's like we switched to that grid look of where it's like every other one because linda you're right like people's faces make a lot more get like a lot traction. more engagement yeah. and traction and i think it's the algorithm but i also think it's like human nature right like if i see like an infographic looking post especially if it's not that engaging at the start or like text on a screen versus like my friend's familiar face I'm most likely going to like their face. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's just human nature, but I've tried to alternate it because I just like the look. And we were running out of photos, so <laughs> we couldn't keep posting photos. The same photos. And Sally said no more jean photos. So. <laughs> A seasonal photo shoot. <laughs> I yeah. think it's about time. So that's why we've gone to alternating. And that's a thing I've noticed in podcasts where like they'll put the, the clips. I, I I don't know. It's like... To be honest, moving along is not a priority. Mm-hmm. How do you Sorry. feel about like maintaining it? Like it is like a different thought process than work. Yeah, I was definitely feeling a little burnt out from it because even though it's like a lot easier just to post for moving along, it's still. I mean, maybe you guys experienced this when you did the birthday post, but it's still you have to put thought into the caption, 
and making it a little bit of engaging and a little bit clickbaity and I don't know, posting a story because whenever you post a post, you always have to post a story so people see it. And it's like, it does get tiring after all, especially when I'm doing it all day at work. And at work, it's a lot more regimented, I guess. Mm, like yeah, there are certain, yeah, there are certain um, topics we have to hit every week and I have to submit it to my boss to review. And then sometimes she'll come back with edits and it's like, how do I edit my creative? Okay, I don't want to sound like a, like a, like a, um, a creative genius, but it's like, <laughs> it, it does take some creativity to come up with captions and stuff like that. And it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, when people come back with edits and you have to stay within the like one, 280 character limit on Twitter, I'm like, my brain can't do this. Like, how many contractions can I use? <laughs> yeah. My boss is always like, no hashtags? Why no hashtags? Like, I can't explain. Like, it doesn't fit. Like, you can't put the link and a hashtag. Like, a hashtag counts as a character, man. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. It's not. That's why I have my plan account because my plan account is literally like just for fun, which is nice. But yeah, what do you guys think of LinkedIn as, I don't know, Sally, as someone who uses it just, I guess, for what it was intended to be? Like, <laughs> what was it even intended for? I don't oh, even know. Networking, bro. Networking, job search. that because uh, I don't know. I. I'm not an avid user of LinkedIn. I made one. I made mine. I think sometime in college, but I never even got to posting my profile picture until now. I think I mainly <laughs> made it in the beginning because of a class. Because there were, it was like a requirement for class to make a LinkedIn. And I followed oh. like you guys and that was it. <laughs> and then like later on, people would find me on LinkedIn and request me, but I never responded to the most requests or I would respond like a year later. So <laughs> when I, okay, so then when I got into this job, my mentor was telling me, oh, we should get more active on like professional social media because apparently that's what people use nowadays. But he was like, oh, I'm too old for it. So you're going to have to figure it out on your own. But apparently people <laughs> use professional Twitter now too. And that's where you yeah. find like about, find out about all the new papers and like new research people mm-hmm. are doing. So I really need to get onto that. And like, I don't know if LinkedIn is a big thing in the like scientific community, mm-hmm. but I know professional Twitter is a bigger thing. And I know um, in my old lab in college, um, a good number of the people in my lab were on professional Twitter and they would talk about like things that they saw on Twitter that were like, up and coming publications or work mm-hmm. in progress. So I think it is, um, Twitter is a good place to for professionals to learn about you know what's going on in their field but it's also like I associate social media since it's not like my job or anything I completely associate social media with like my personal life so I feel like it'd be really weird to go on social media to see something that's related to work because it's like a time that I go to relax and like wind down Mm. and like scroll mindlessly rather than something where I'm like going to to learn more about my critical thinking you know (laughs) Professional Twitter is interesting. I think Lyndon and I both had one or have one kind of like ambiguously. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely made mine out of like, not peer pressure, but I was seeing other people, especially in college, using it and how they formatted their bio. It seemed like a little mini LinkedIn. And I don't know, I just I just made one just so I had the presence of it. And I used it for a little bit. And it was kind of interesting because it takes you a little bit to find your area, to find your field. and 
I don't know. Uh, on Twitter, I'm not vocal at all. Like, I never post my own tweets. I mostly retweet. And so I think on professional Twitter, it's much more of you're sharing your opinion or about your paper or about your voice and perspective on something that's related to your field. So it's weird to just retweet on professional Twitter. It feels like you have to have something to add to it. So that's why I've never used it that much. And then I kind of just stopped using it when I got my job. <laughs> but mm. it's nice, though, to keep up with some topics, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like on Twitter, you can share links, which is more accessible than Instagram. I like sharing your article mm. or like yeah. sharing your, your publication or something. But I know a lot of people with um, Twitters, like professional Twitters, like William and Hannah has one, like my old lab started one and I feel like if you're like an expert in the field you always have something to say so that's like your Mm -hmm. contribution I guess that's true that's true maybe I had nothing to say because I'm not an expert (laughs) (laughs) do you still have it I I still have it but I haven't been on it very often I think I retweeted something from my like work account or something just to help the engagement but Mm -hmm. um, I liked it for actually not like public health field really I liked it for the Asian American content that I was getting because I followed a lot of people who were presenting different ideas from like I don't know we kind of talked about this with Vin but like different from just like representation I guess and it was more Mm -hmm. there was a lot more nuance I guess on Twitter which you can get sometimes so I thought that was nice and there's an adoptee community on there so but it's just keeping up with Twitter is like so exhausting even if it's personal or professional I feel like I'm always behind Mm-hmm. I'm always catching up on Twitter and it's just mm-hmm. like every time you log in you have to figure yeah. out what people are talking about like, and, like a whole yeah. new like world and it's just it's a lot that's kind of how I feel about TikTok too but at least TikTok is visual so mm-hmm. it's easy to like keep up with it but like yeah Twitter there's a new thing that people are talking about or I'm I'm gonna say it only because you said it Linda but sometimes there's a lot of haters on TikTok and it's like my sensitive soul is too, is too Wait, much haters on TikTok you mean Twitter? Wait, no, not on TikTok. On Twitter. On Twitter. Oh. Yeah, Wait, didn't yeah. you say that before? Like, Yeah, know. like where like the hot critiques are. That's where I heard like the Raya yeah. movie and like how people were critiquing it even before I saw it. But after I saw it, I was like, this is a pretty movie, but I kind of get what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I do it to myself where I intentionally look for hot takes or criticism. I don't know why, because I always feel very like personally attacked whenever I do that, but it's like sometimes i just want to hear what people are talking about but it's like people don't hold back on twitter at all i joined like a nonprofit facebook group and they post like industry stuff about working in a nonprofit is actually really helpful i don't know if you'd be interested in is this like actual resources or is this like a meme account because i follow a meme account on twitter and it's pretty funny it's like discussions i think oh okay yeah. Wait, I think I might join the meme account. Okay, the meme <laughs> one on Twitter is about nonprofit. And it's, and it's, I think it's called like shit nonprofits say or something like that. And it's literally just like, it is so relatable, Linda. I I think you should um follow it. But sometimes I'm like, I hope my boss doesn't see that I'm retweeting this or something because it's, <laughs> it's, it's critical, which is, you know, that's what Twitter is. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's nice when it's relatable, I guess. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So wait, speaking of your boss, do you um for your professional Twitter, do you like perform on there so that when you get like an interview or something for a job, do you like reference your Twitter and be like, oh, I'm interested in these topics, like through your Twitter? 
Or is it like, just so, like a professional for yourself? Like, is it professional for you to be, to show your interest in like the field to your boss? Or is it like just you professional would, like, for yourself? include your twitter or whatever i've never talked to my boss about my own social media accounts but i will say when i was interviewing for jobs especially because they were mostly marketing or social media Mm -hmm. um i was on uh, i was on twitter and someone was like posting about a job with an organization that i really wanted like i was interested in it and they posted a job position and someone underneath it commented like i'm interested and the person who posted it i guess the manager or whatever was like I see that you haven't been on your Twitter account for like the past 30 days or like you don't tweet or retweet. So why would I hire you for this job? Like she was so savage. I was like, what? oh, dang. So that's what like kicked my butt last summer and to be like, OK, I got to retweet some stuff like to show I'm active and I can use social media critically or whatever. But yeah. um, I think not. I don't think I would link or reference my Twitter. It's not in a good state right now. <laughs> And LinkedIn is naturally where people stalk each other when they're, like, looking to hire. So mm-hmm. you got to keep mm-hmm. that up, at least. Your LinkedIn is alive, Ming. It's thriving. It is, yeah. <laughs> For my future job, you know, they can they can stalk me on there. I'm okay with that, but not Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that brings me to another topic of, like, having a professional, quote-unquote, presence on your social media, like, I guess it's not that concerned if you keep it private, but like, are you ever worried, Linda, about, I don't know, something being found on your social media sites or I don't know, like, do you feel like you have to have to keep it private so you can like have your personal space away from work? I don't know if anyone's, wait, you have said that someone's like looked you up on Clubhouse or something, right? Yeah, my grand boss looking up on Clubhouse, (laughs) but like. And that was kind of scary because I have, like, my handle and, like, all my handles, like, bubble tees so they can find uh, it. And, like, that's what, like, my website easy. is. I feel like the most, um, the most, like, precarious social media is Facebook because anyone can, like, post a picture of you and tag you and you have no control oh, over yeah. that. And, but I think there's an option to, like, keep your photos private, but I'm always scared that someone's going to find my Facebook photos and, like, find a weird one and be like... What were you Wait, doing? I've actually I've actually found that feature where you can like untag yourself or mm-hmm. whatever because I scrub my Facebook like I am um anytime I get a notification where someone has tagged me in something or like especially photos or something like that, like I will check it to make sure it looks okay <laughs> and like clear it off. Just because like you said, Facebook is yeah pretty open if you search hard enough. And I didn't realize this, but um Okay, I've noticed this is a trend in Greek life. I don't know if it's just for Greek life people, but they'll change their last name or something. So it's like not their actual name. Oh. Like I remember I, talking to a sister when we were Yeah, rushing. like that's like advice that they give you. Yeah. She was a teacher and she was like, I don't want my students finding me. So she changed all her names on the social media. I mean, that's a lot of work, but I guess it makes yeah. sense. But I feel like there's still a way to find you. Yeah. No, there definitely is. And you know, Sally, what got me caught by Stefan's mom, well, Stefan's sister, who showed Stefan's mom, um, it wasn't caught like a bad thing, but you know how we used to tag each other in like um, <gasps> comments of like memes or yeah. stuff like that about like <laughs> alcohol or some other stuff or just like ridiculous memes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm friends with his sister, she saw it and... She didn't show her mom anything like 
weird, but she saw when like Stefan and I were tagging each other. And that's how mm. she found out that I think that's Stay how she found dating. out we were together. Yeah. So oh she was gosh. like, Mom, I think that Stefan is dating this new girl. And then they looked at my profile. <laughs> oh my god. She and was then, the snake. <laughs> yes. And then um later on when Stefan and I were actually dating randomly, like literally in the middle of the day, I got a friend request from his dad. <laughs> And then I, I went to like take yes on Facebook and I went to take a screenshot and show him and it was gone. So it's like one of those things where he acts he was he like scrolling you. <laughs> That's so scary. I know. I'm like at least it was just him and it, like whatever. That's fine. But like mm-hmm. good thing my Facebook was clean. And, like, yeah. I think now that like a lot of my family members, like my aunts and uncles in Hong Kong, follow me on Facebook, and my mom even requested me. Requested to follow me, but I still haven't responded to a request from like two years ago. <laughs> she doesn't use Facebook for anything except for like stalking her friends when they post updates. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like I feel like my Facebook is pretty clean, but I'm just always scared of like what might be buried or if they see me tagging you guys. Okay, well I guess this is a wrap on this episode. We've had a lot to talk about. <laughs> Um, about social media but I guess mainly we focused on a lot of the things that we were kind of irritated about for social media especially because you guys do it as your jobs I guess we have a lot of complaints but social media can always also be a good way to connect with friends that you haven't seen in a while of course so it's not inherently good or bad but I think it depends on how you use social media so I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion and gained something out of it. Or maybe you can relate to some of the things we said. But um, thank you for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod and check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.